Fred and Pat Wessendorf moved down from Gloversville in upstate New York in the 50s. Fred's dad had a place in Fellsmere in Indian River County. They were young marrieds then and had a baby son, Martin. But they soon had three daughters, Kathy, Susan, and Sandra Lynn. Fred worked for the Vero Beach Press Journal in production and later became expert at the highly technical process of setting colored photographs. The young Wessendorfs worked hard to raise their four children. They lived in the house that Fred's dad had owned, a relatively small house on a big lot full of trees and flowers. When the three girls were at an age when they needed more space and privacy, Fred built them a kind of dormitory out back of the main house. The Wessendorf girls were all blonde and pretty, but as different as three sisters could be. Funny that two of them would marry cops, Susan and Sandy. Even so, the men they married seemed to have nothing at all in common beyond their careers. Although their son Martin moved back to New York, the Wessendorf's daughters all stayed close to home. Susan worked at a bank, and Kathy and Sandy would eventually work for the same company in Vero Beach, a real estate and investment firm. Fred and Pat Wessendorf's kids were all individuals, and seemed more so by the late 1980s, In her early thirties, Susan Wessendorf Dappen was unarguably the athletic daughter. Her husband, Don, Donnie to his friends, was a lieutenant with the Vero Beach Police Department. Chief Jim Gabbard invited the spouses of his officers to use the fully equipped gym at headquarters. Susan was there several times a week after work. She and Don jogged, usually taking their dog Casey along, and swam in their own pool. None of us girls really ever got into cooking, Sue remarked. Not me or Sandy, at least. Don Dappen has never minded. Sue concentrated on her very responsible job at the bank and was a great mother to their two kids. Moreover, Sue was absolutely fascinated with Don's career from the beginning. Being a policeman's wife is one of the hardest jobs in the world. Some wives don't want to know what happens on a day or night shift. Knowing makes them more frightened for their husbands. The job is easier for a policeman to handle when his wife cares, though, and Sue always did. Don Dappen became a cop when he was twenty years old, stocky and muscular, a friendly man, but one with a subtly unmistakable air of authority. He made detective at twenty-three. Sandy Wessendorf met her cop when she was still in high school, She and Timothy Scott Harris came together like two people in a novel, their meeting as close to a woman's romantic fantasy as you can get. Sandy was only sixteen, and Tim was twenty-one. Those five years a wide stretch at that point in their lives. Had they been even a few years older, no one would have raised an eyebrow. But Sandra Lynn Wessendorf was a junior in high school, and Tim Harris was already a police officer in Sebastian, Florida, the tiny hamlet where she lived. Although Sandy didn't really approve, one of her best friends had a terrific crush on another policeman on the Sebastian Force. He was married, and he even had three kids, but he gave my friend a line that only a teenage girl would believe, Sandy recalled from the vantage point of maturity some years later. She really thought he was going to divorce his wife and marry her. She wouldn't listen to reason. Sandy's girlfriend needed an excuse to get out of the house, and Sandy was it. 
I went along one night while she met this cop. He was working partners with a cop named Tim Harris. Cindy went off in the police car with the guy she was crazy about, and Tim sat in my car, and we talked. I don't know what they were doing, not for sure, but I know that Tim and I just talked. I'm sure I noticed that he was handsome, but he seemed so much older. I wasn't really impressed, not that first night. The next time Sandy ran into Tim Harris, it was different. She never forgot that night. It was Sunday, January 14, 1979, shortly after 11 p.m., when Sandy and Cindy were driving in Sebastian near the airport. The girls heard just the beginning trill of a siren, and Sandy saw the whirling blue bubble light in her rearview mirror. She panicked for a moment and then pulled over to the curb. Sandy needn't have worried. The tall young policeman who walked up to her window was...